What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast. I'm here with Francely, so let's roll the intro and let's get started. Uh, give me your full name, your age, and your place of birth. Um, my name is Francely Zephyrin. I was born in Canada. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? Um, place of Place age, 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 and I'm 26. Going to and 27. what position? Uh, I'm a right back and a defensive mid. Okay. Um, you haven't played defensive mid for us, huh? No, I'm training that much. Uh, kind of. It's been a long time right now. So yeah. Like I train a lot in defensive mid. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then uh, so, where you were born in Canada, right? Yeah, I was born in Montreal, the French part. Yeah, because you grew up speaking French. Yeah, only French. Only French. Yeah. And you didn't learn English until like a year ago, that's what you said? No, I was actually, when I started uh, college, it's like uh, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Six years ago, like I didn't know nothing. Like I was I was pretty bad, man. Like sometimes I'm watching old videos. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, it's, I, it's I crazy. It's crazy that in Canada, like when I have an image of Canada, like obviously because I'm from the West Coast, mm-hmm. and so when I think of Canada, I think of like Vancouver or even like Toronto sometimes. But like I just think of them as like the typical hockey American, yeah. like like <laughs> like American neighbors to the north. And I don't even think like oh yeah, people probably there don't. Some people don't even speak. English, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone like forget this part. Like when I came here, Uh I had to explain all the time that yeah, we have a French part, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, did you grow up playing soccer from like the minute you could like walk and stuff? Yeah, yeah, because my my dad was playing, Mm -hmm. and uh, like watching him like playing soccer, like it was a pretty like eye level. It was really good. That's what they told me because sometimes I don't remember because I was too young. Yeah, but uh, and they they always talk about him so. Yeah, since I started seeing him and say, yeah, I want to play soccer. So, did he play pro, is it? Uh, no, he didn't play pro. Like, my uncle played pro, mm-hmm. but he, just, he said he was better than my uncle, but he didn't take soccer seriously, mm-hmm. but he was good. And he, did he, like, live his whole life in, in Montreal as well? No, he, from, he was, he's from Haiti, he was born in Haiti, uh-huh. and uh, uh, when he was young, he just moved to Montreal. Okay, okay. And so your uncle played pro, though? Yeah, he played pro if, by his first division in Haiti. Okay. Yeah, that's but I didn't. I don't know. I don't know him because uh, he passed away uh, a long time ago. Uh huh. That's cool. I mean, that's cool that he's was a good soccer player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So soccer kind of like is in your blood. Yeah. Pretty exactly. Much. Yes. Um. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a little brother, but mm-hmm. when I say little, is um, twenty four. I think. Yeah, okay. He's twenty four. He's playing. Some, yeah, he's, he's playing a semi pro. He's playing semi pro in uh, Montreal. Okay. Is that like League One? Is it? Uh, it's like, like in Canada, we it's like we, they consider that as a third division. Okay. Third division team. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Hey, and have you been back to uh, Haiti a lot? Uh, I've been one time. Uh-huh. When I uh, two times to train uh, with the national team, the youth, the youth mm-hmm. teams. Uh, when I was uh, 16, 16, and the other one, uh, um, I was maybe eighteen. Okay. And I went to train over there with them. And after that, uh, like, uh, the national team came to Montreal, mm-hmm. the senior team, when I was 20 years old, and I, and I played a game. But played a game, I was on the bench with them. That's cool. Yeah. It's still cool, yeah. yeah it's still cool. That's sick. Yeah. I've always, I actually just talked about, like, a week ago. I was like, one of my, like, I wish, like, I was from, like, a smaller country like that, where it's, like, yeah. a more, like, you have more opportunity to go for the national yeah. team. Yeah. And, like, because I'm in America, it's like, all right, I got to be playing. There's so much competition. Be, be performing in the MLS or, like, over yeah. in Europe. Because one of my friends is, like, over at, with the Guam national team. Mm. And he's yeah. over in, like, Bangkok, Thailand right now. 
That's so sick. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. Man, I think like to be honest, I was on the bench, but it was one of the most beautiful thing that happened to me. Uh-huh. You know, I was on the bench and I was smiling and stuff. Time, like, <laughs> like almost like I say, I'm smiling and people seeing me saying hi and everything. It's my, it was my first time signing autographs too, so uh-huh. it was kind of cool. You say you're 20? Yeah, it was 20. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I um. So you grew up playing soccer then. Mm-hmm. Um, and when did you start like, like I guess training or with the team? Was that like five years old, like recreational or? Yeah, I start uh, at uh, four years old because like I started at four years old. Uh, it's like a recreational recreational team, mm-hmm. and uh, after that we just stay with the same club and everything. And in Canada we have uh, in Montreal mm-hmm. uh, we have A and double A and triple A. Okay. A is like the the lowest level. Double A is like until you're 13 is the highest level, mm-hmm. and triple A is uh, from 13th and up. Okay. And so, what level did you started off at? Like uh, I started off at double A, straight double uh-huh. A, and uh, 13 triple A and uh, right after the triple A I was uh, 17 I started some uh, semi-pro okay 17, yeah wow so you so like literally from four years old on you're playing at the highest level yeah in Montreal like that you could play at yeah and how was this year round did you play any other sports or no uh, just soccer thing, I don't know how, I don't know how to swim I don't know how to <laughs> skate I don't know how to play basketball <laughs> just soccer just That's soccer it. how was it like in Montreal of other kids your age is it is it like that like do most people play soccer I mean I, I like honestly I've never been in Montreal like, yeah you should man yeah should. I want to I've been uh, to Ottawa yeah, Ottawa is cool yeah <laughs> been to Vancouver too yeah, Vancouver was Montreal nice. is pretty cool man mm-hmm. uh, for soccer I think is the most popular sport right now mm-hmm. uh, because the thing is that it doesn't cost that much money to play yeah. you know like for hockey you have to buy all this stuff, you know, for basketball. Like maybe basketball too could be less expensive. Yeah, but it's, but it's probably hard in in Montreal. Like, yeah, because it's so cold. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. But uh, the things that in Canada we have the indoor mm-hmm. futsal and uh, outside after that. So we play we play all all year round. Mm-hmm. So you playing a lot of futsal too? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Uh-huh. I liked it. I really liked it. There's a lot of players, like especially uh, the Brazilians. Talking to them, playing, mm-hmm. growing up, like Rodrigo just played futsal until he was like 12 years old. Yeah. Like didn't play on grass until until then. And then like same with like Janu played futsal all the time growing yeah. up. Did you did you play futsal? I I didn't start till I was like 12 mm. and I okay. did like 2 years. Okay. But like I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it's so cool. It's so you get so many touches on the yeah. ball. It's so much fun. It's so high intensity like the the one the thing I don't like about the 11v11 once you play futsal mm-hmm. is it's like you barely get any touches on the ball. It's true. And the thing is, like, me, I'm the kind of guy, like, I like to dribble. Mm-hmm. So, indoor, you show your skills a bit and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And when you lose it, you don't have to, it's not that, yeah. you, know, like, you have to track back 100 yards. You have to, like, exactly. just track back, like, 5, 10 yards. Exactly. Um, so, that's so awesome. So, you're playing year-round. You're, you're playing with a double-A team yeah. when you're, like, 4 or 5, and then futsal in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just were you playing a lot on your own as well? Like, just with the ball, with your uh, brother or anybody? Uh, I was just going to to practice with my dad mm-hmm. all the time and playing by myself uh-huh. all the time. Lang was practicing and I was on the side playing with the ball and sometimes, you know, like some of his teammates uh-huh. would show me some stuff and I would try to do it. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, that's like, that's really cool. I like that how it's like, so you like were learning the techniques and like growing up with people that were a high, really high level around yeah. you, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. I think that's that's super beneficial for younger players to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, and then when, so you're from four until like 13, tw- or when did you say you went to AAA? Was that 12? Uh, 13. 13 years 13, old? Yeah, 13. So you're playing AA, um, 
how was that? Like, did you have any setbacks? Was it just kind of smooth sailing, just training, playing, and having fun those years? Or um, uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's uh, we had like two two practice a week mm -hmm. with. Uh, uh, it was kind of it was pretty serious. You know, we had like everything was set up. Uh, we had to travel a bit everywhere in in, in Quebec mm -hmm. to to play, and it was it was really serious actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, and then like. No injuries, nothing like at that time. You're just like a yeah, little kid, just, yeah, I was, just bouncing I was lucky, off. <laughs> yes, I was lucky. I was lucky. Like no injuries, nothing like that happened when I was young. Did you ever feel burnt out when you just played soccer because you played any other sports? No, not at all. Just loved it. Yeah, I just loved it. Mm -hmm. I just loved it. And how were you as a as a student? Like, were, were your grades doing well with you? <laughs> you just smiled. Yeah, yeah it's good. I think like um, soccer saved my my like my school. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's like. You have to perform, like you know, you have to perform uh, in school to play soccer. Because mm -hmm. I was in a, in high school, I was in a kind of program where yeah, you have three classes a day, mm -hmm. and after that, uh, the afternoon you just play soccer. Really? Yeah, and that was really cool. But you had to keep your grades up to stay in the program. I see. And I was struggling with that, <laughs> but yeah, because I wanted to play soccer, I just had, I had to to keep it up. What, what uh, how, from what years until what years were you in that program? Um, I was, uh, I don't know for, for you guys, but for us, it's like start high school at 14 years old. Yeah, that's what. 14, and uh, I was there for four years. So 14 to 18? Yeah, 14, yeah, 14 to 18. Okay, yeah. wow, that's sick. So was it like, how many people were in, did you, did you take classes like in an actual classroom or are they online or? No, it was in actually an actual classroom. Mm -hmm. Like we had a lot of sports like swimming, uh, uh, oh, I see. Ice skating and mm -hmm. all this stuff, hockey, and we are together. We have three classes a day, mm -hmm. but it was like really like you're going fast, you know, because you only have two classes. You have to go through all everything. Yeah. And right after that, you just go to a sports uh, facility. Yeah. And you just go play. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you like that? Oh yeah. Was, <laughs> I didn't How? want to. Huh? I didn't want to like. I didn't want to quit the field, you know. Like, so sometimes you have a bad grade. Yeah. And. Uh, you know you're gonna have to tell your parents, but me, I just, I was just looking at the clocks and no, I don't want to quit. Like just, just let me stay here. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so yeah. that's so like it, you really were motivated to keep up your grades just for yeah. just so you could stay in that program. Exactly. Yeah. Um, did a lot of those people in that program are they like high level athletes like trying to go play in college or play pro or do something or? Um, yeah, actually, yeah, the the majority of them were playing double A AA or triple A, mm -hmm. and some of them. Um, like maybe my first year we're playing uh, Team Canada mm -hmm. oh wow yeah, Team Canada like we call it the C CNHP mm -hmm. and it's like a program for peop uh, young players from, uh, that get, get scouted for national teams okay that's awesome yeah Did you, so uh, how was like how many people were in your classroom for this uh, we had a lot we had a lot because it's a lot, all the sports are together uh -huh. so we have uh, maybe 30 30 30, 35 sometimes. So that's good. Yeah. Cause like it's like a, have you seen like a our training facility like a Titan those guys that, mm -hmm. that study yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I always wonder like if like if I would have liked that or all that stuff. I mean I probably would have because yeah. you're just playing sports all the yeah, time, which exactly. is cool. Yeah. But I feel like I would definitely want where there's like 30 kids in class. I would hate it if it's like one on one with yeah. the teacher, you know, and you're like isolated. Exactly. Yeah. Because I have to be talking and doing something. That's true. Um, and then so how was uh so you went to AAA at age 13 you mm -hmm. said yeah and how was that that jump from AA to AAA was it a big jump or is it just kind of like it, it was kind of hard uh -huh. it was kind of hard because you know the things that um, they always say like 
um, you have to be the best, you know. And usually, like in my team, mm-hmm. I was I want the one of the best in the double A. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I go triple A, like everything changed, you know. Everything, everyone is good. Everyone mm-hmm. has the same capacity as you. You just have to work hard and hard and hard to like make a difference. Yeah, you know. Sometimes like like it was my first time, you know, being on the bench. Yeah. So it was kind of hard at the beginning, but I just keep it up and you know with uh, that that program when I was in high school mm-hmm. training every day was kind of getting better and better mm-hmm. how many times a week did you train with your AAA team um, during the summer it was three to four times uh-huh. and during the winter it was uh, maybe two times two to three times okay yeah um, and then when you when you said with like that program that w- you were in school when you'd finished who did you train with like was it with like like did you get time off to go with your AAA team, or did you go train uh, with? No, like it would it would be like that. Um, during the week, uh-huh. I trained with, uh, uh, for example, the my my team in in school at school the high school my high okay. school, and right after that I would have the practice with the AAA. Oh, okay, I see. So you're like doubling up yeah, on training. Yeah, sometimes I would double up. How was that? Like on your body and like, you know, I mean, like you know, when you're young, yeah, you, know, you don't really feel it. Like right, the next day you say, okay, good, I'm fine, and I will go. And you love it so much. You yeah. Don't think about that. Yeah. I was I was like thinking about that the other day too. Like, when I was like 14 through 20, mm-hmm. I think I was doing double days or like yeah. even triple days, almost like yeah, every day. You just love it. And mm-hmm. no problem. Like the next day I'd wake up and I'd feel like maybe a little sore, but I'd be yeah. fine. <laughs> Then now it's like I do a hard session. I'm like, oh, I need two days off. <laughs> I got my body's it's yeah, catching up. True. Um, yeah. So, but you're just playing just tons of soccer. Then, yeah, huh? yeah. I was just sleeping soccer, eating soccer, mm-hmm. like homework soccer. That's all I had to do. Do what? Uh, like at that point, did you think that you wanted to go pro? Is that was that your goal? At that all point? my life. Yeah. All my life, I just wanted to go pro. You know, like, and that's that. I think there's about one thing that made me just I want to go pro because um, my dad was playing a, a, a final mm-hmm. and there was so much people so like, yeah. it was crazy I couldn't see nothing and uh, I couldn't see nothing like around I couldn't see my dad on the field and he saw he saw like he just told me to come mm-hmm. and took me and put me on the bench up with the players and That's it was cool. in PKs too like it was a PKs and he went to shoot his PK and he scored and I was kind of happy so happy and everything and I said yeah, that's that's what I want to do that's awesome yeah. so you remember like the exact yeah, moment exactly. that's yeah. really really cool and just the atmosphere of the game huh? yeah it was like people yelling <laughs> and, like laughing and like I was just I, was mm-hmm. just, I loved it yeah so, I just loved it so so and that was when you were probably like really young huh like yeah how old were you there probably uh, I was I about four or five years old, mm-hmm. four or five years old, but you know those things just stay in your memory forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So four or five years old until the whole time you just wanted to play pro. You're yeah. focused on soccer, training all the time. Um, were there any times like during that from like four until f- when you were a teenager? Did you think like, oh no, like when you made that jump to AAA, when mm-hmm. you start getting on the bench, where you're like, oh, I'm not going to be pro. Like, is this going to work? Or like, uh, was it just kind of like, I'm just going to keep trying and playing. You know, um, like. Sometimes, like you know, sometimes you know, like it happens to every player. You know, you want to quit. Some, quit sometimes. You think about quitting and stuff, mm-hmm. and it happens a lot in like when I was young too. Because you know, when because my dad was really hard on me. You know, mm-hmm. and I know he wanted my best, but sometimes, uh, man, I would just want to quit and stop. Yeah. But the next day, you just know I can't. I I love this so much, but a couple of times I just thought about it. And uh, for example, um, 
when we were triple A, mm-hmm. we have like a state, uh, we call it a state uh, selection. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get in it. Like I said, man, like, like there's a lot of people in my team got in it. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was kind of, you know, jealous and oh man, I want to yeah. go so bad in it. And, and uh, why I'm not there and am I good or not? And I start just doubting yourself, but you just go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, obviously, like every kid, like goes through those like moments like yeah. that. But yeah, um, and then so walk me through now from like AAA, you're playing, and then your jump at 17 to the semi-pro. Semi-pro is the yeah. first year of the semi-pro. I think I was the youngest in the league. Really? Yeah, I was the youngest in the league. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, like because I was playing with uh, a lot of pros that played uh, with the Montreal Impact. That's cool. Yeah, and the coach was he was actually the uh, the ex coach of the Montreal Impact. He coached my team, and it was like a really good experience. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from them, a lot, a lot, a lot. It was when we won that uh, the the league. Uh huh. like so, sometimes I was young, but it would the coach would like trust me and still put me on the field for a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. and I I would be so, I would be so happy, you know, just to be on the field with those pros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was uh what was the team and what was the league? Like what was it called? Uh uh PLSQ, PLSQ. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't I don't know in English. Oh so. yeah, that's what I got to realize <laughs> everything's in French. Um that's crazy though. Youngest player in the league. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. How was it being like one of the younger smaller guys like did you get pushed around a lot? Did you like was the level just that much faster and everything? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it was it was kind of hard at the beginning, uh-huh. you know. But as a thing like that's what you have to get used to it and just start you know, building and on every day day by day you know mm-hmm. like yeah I give a good first touch and after that yeah okay I need to put more in my body so I will work on that the next day mm-hmm. and stuff and it'll, it'll keep going yeah and it'll get better because that was my thing like from like when I was like 13 and I was playing with all kids my age and they go 14 you enter high school and you're playing with like 18 year olds mm-hmm. at the time that are like full grown men and I was like 100 pounds at age 14 yeah. and I was like <laughs> just to realize that oh I can't just take the ball and dribble and everything because these guys are literally going to come and like kill me I have to play faster it's like yeah. little things like that yeah. um, and you said you but when you were playing with the AAA team that you were on the bench a few times and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. did you yeah, work cool. during training did you become like a consistent starter and that's how you got the go to yeah, the semi-pro jump exactly um, I became a I became a starter and like you know like I tried to work hard and harder and harder with and actually with the high school program mm-hmm. it was getting better and better and uh, with that people kind of try to uh, kind of start recognizing me because mm-hmm. some you know some coaches prefer like tall players you know yeah, like yeah big yeah. players and I'm not that kind of guy and I'm small I always been the smallest guy in the team mm-hmm. and you know try to I'm the kind of guy that try to dribble and you know the, the stereotype of a small player yeah yeah. And uh, I had to work harder, and people started recognizing me. And uh, I went to the tryout mm-hmm. for the, the semi-pro, and it, it picked me. Yeah, I didn't expect nothing from it, but I got lucky, I think. So it was just an open tryout. Yeah, then? open tryout, and I got it. I I say a lot of times too, like when it comes to those open tryouts or finding a team, like once you're at the level of like being a semi-pro or at the you're at the level of being a pro, it, at that point, it's almost it's more about having a, the right coach that sees the right style to fit the right program that needs the right position you know like I always say like the stars need to align obviously you need to be good enough to be at the level but like 
I'm sure if you would have tried out for other semi-pro teams that were looking for bigger, strong, yeah, fast athletic exactly. players, he would have just brushed you aside, exactly. you know? Yeah, that's why I'm just, maybe I was, uh, is, and the thing is that this coach, a um, uh, couple years ago, mm. uh, he cut me from that uh, state. Really? State, that, that was the same uh, coach? Yeah, yeah, it was the same coach, huh. but this time he picked me, so I said, wow. So Did he remember cool. you? From uh, I think he remembered me, yeah, mm-hmm. he remembered me. But uh, yeah, I was. I think I was. I was really lucky. Mm-hmm. And I felt I was lucky, and said, "Man, because you know, it's like the same coach. You don't expect him to pick you again. Like, yeah, you know, he's just gonna cut you again." But actually, going into the trial, did you know it was the same coach? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so, you, yeah. were you nervous at all? Like, oh, this guy already cut me before? No, you know, like I, I think it's like less pressure. Like, okay, yeah, he cut me. Like, okay, what happens happens. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just here, and if it happens, good. If you're not try something else yeah and that must have been a huge confidence boost about how like you've developed too from that program of training yeah. all the time because yes. you're like yeah. it's like that's like huge this same guy who cut me from the state selection team yeah. now wants me for a semi-pro yeah. team exactly yeah that's huge yeah that's awesome um and then so like again literally now from like 14 to 17 did your training change were you still just training and playing all the time like were mm-hmm. you ramping it up like the intensity or just like kind of like naturally no, but the thing is that because you know because I was not doing another sport, mm-hmm. I was not, uh, I was not, I didn't have like, because I was living in uh, in another town, mm-hmm. I didn't have many friends over there, so I was always go like in Montreal to play and play and play. So the only thing I had in my mind is play, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Just there's nothing else to do. Nothing <laughs> else to do is to like, but play. Like I was play, I would play with my brother, little brother, in front of my house. Uh-huh. And as soon as I've practiced, I just take my stuff and you know go to practice right after that. Mm. That's it. That's funny. I just kind of like, like kind of like similar is because like my house was like like Portland is like here, yeah. and my house was like up in the hills. And before I had a car, there was no way for me to hang out with any of my friends. <laughs> yeah. So all day long, I would just be playing with my brother, yeah. like one v ones, doing stupid stuff, playing basketball. We played other sports too, but like there's no choice like, yeah exactly it literally had to you either stay inside or you go outside and play yeah. but I couldn't like go and hang out with friends because nobody lived like <laughs> anywhere near me yeah. um, and then so just tons so literally from like four years old growing up with it growing up with soccer mm. all the way through 17 so you made that semi-pro team it's just constant playing yeah. like almost every day huh? yeah every day and uh, the thing about it is that I'm lucky because my dad my dad loved the game so much you know and mm. And uh, it was too far to take the bus, so it would bring me every practice, every single practice, every single game, travel with me. And sometimes it's the it would be my brother and me at the same time. Uh-huh. So it would take me first and take my brother after and go back, take me and just like just go back and forth. You know? Yeah, and it was yeah. Like right now, you see it, you say what you did, and it's like it's crazy. So you're really supportive parents for that the whole yeah, process. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, my dad was just. Uh, was incredible with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like you said, he pushed you a lot too, huh? Yeah, he pushed me a lot. He pushed me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you're, when you're young, <laughs> yeah. that, it, you, you cry about it <laughs> and say, oh man, why are you doing that? Yeah. But at the end, you say, okay, it's good. It was I, good. I remember this one training session because um, my dad honestly sounds like the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Drove me everywhere. Like yeah. if I had a game three hours away, he would be yeah. driving me there talking about tactics on the <laughs> way up, you know. Had a bad game, the whole three hour ride back, I dreaded it because he'd be talking about where I need to improve, you know. Doing all the same stuff. And I remember one training session in particular. It, I think I was 11 or 12. I had mm-hmm. just went from like recreational level to like a club yeah. level. And I was working on, I couldn't kick the ball 
like long balls mm-hmm. at all. I couldn't, couldn't get the ball off the ground because my dad didn't know soccer. He literally was learning while yeah. he was playing with me. And so we're like trying to figure it out. Like, and there's no YouTube where you can look at stuff. So like, we were, he was like, okay, let's try this now. And we're doing it. And we're out there for like an hour. And we're going long ball after long ball. I'm so tired and I can't do it. I'm frustrated. I'm crying, yeah. you know. If I keep trapping the ball down and hitting it, then I'd be so frustrated. I'd be like crying some more. It was so, I remember that, exactly yeah. that feeling of just yeah. being so mad. At, and I was mad at him at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> But it's good in the long run. It really yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, um, with the semi-pro team at seventeen, mm-hmm. what was what did you? How long were you with that team, or what was the next step after that? Because um, you know, um, at the time, for every kid like that plays soccer, like there's there's two options. Mm-hmm. It's you try to go with the the youth uh, national team, like scouts and all this stuff, mm-hmm. or you go to United States for college yeah for college and to play soccer like that's the dream of every kid you know because mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't have this opportunity we didn't have, it was not that big before mm-hmm. like, it's getting better now right yeah way better uh-huh. yeah, it's way better now but before it was yeah like with soccer to develop or to go pro you mm-hmm. had to go in the United States mm-hmm. and to college and play and after right after this year after 17 seven, no, um, maybe a couple, uh, 19 19, 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, tried for um, some universities, like sent emails everywhere. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, I, was, I still have them, like a bunch of them, like sending email by email to every NCAA, um, NCAA teams. Yeah. But, you know, some t- tell me, send a video. Yeah. Or, hey, send your resume and everything. I said, man, I don't have a video. And the video is so important, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And uh, after that, I was I would tell them like I don't have a video or I have a small video or something. It's not that good. It was not that good, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so, uh, the guy that helped me, it was is is my agent now, mm-hmm. or my like it's not my it's not my agent, but it's kind of my coach. Uh-huh. My coach that he would just he help helps me. you get connections yeah, exactly. and stuff. And if I meet in a university in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. But okay, I found out I visit everything. I like everything. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I don't speak English. Oh yeah, I, f- I forget about <laughs> that. Yeah, and I have to do the SAT to go in. Uh, that was a struggle because the SAT is is made for people that speak English only. Yeah, yeah. I did it three times, two times in Montreal, mm-hmm. and because I didn't have the grade, I had to go in uh, in Bridgeport again to do it. So my dad drove me like eight hours to go take that ACT again. Wow. And I got the grade. When I got the grade, it was too late to go in. <laughs> so, so, man. Really? Yeah. Was so you finally got yeah, it. Yeah, and it was just like, too late. It was just too late to go in. That's, that's <laughs> And so that's another thing. Your dad drove you eight hours to yeah, even take the exactly. test. It wasn't like eight hours to go and drop you at the school. It was eight hours just to take the test. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Dang. I, was, I was so mad and, and like I actually had tears mm. so man like like I already wanted you know it's like it's my dream yeah he said my, just, my dad just told me oh, like, you know it's a man it's like why are you crying yeah you yeah, know, yeah. don't cry you're gonna find another one mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good I, li- I like though how like you mentioned two things of like literally what I tell everybody when they want to do they're yeah. like what should I want to be a pro I want to be you know play in college which I, I like literally 
emails and highlight video is like the f- number yeah. one thing. Yeah. Because it's like what you said, like any email that you send out, the first thing they ask, let me see some film. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And even if you could be the best player in the world, but if you don't have a film to show them, they're just gonna be like, yeah. well, if you can make it here and we can watch you play, exactly. yeah. but other than that, we're not interested. Yeah, exactly. But so that's, I, I liked that, like how important the video was. And did you, so you didn't have any, even at the semi-pro level, nobody was filming games or anything for you? Uh, uh, the, the thing is that like I was not playing a lot of minutes. Yeah. So because you're just a young yeah, guy, like I getting was a few. youngest guy in the team that those guys played pro before, so uh-huh. I'm there to back up, you know. Yeah. And sometimes I would get some minutes, but it's not that much. Mm-hmm. So. And when you do get the minutes, it's not like you're the star of the team. Yeah, like, exactly. Scoring goals yeah, and dribbling exactly. people. You're just trying to play the simple as much, though, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to piss off those those guys, you know. So play a pass, pass. Yeah. And, you know, move, pass. Do you think? Do you think it was better than? At that age, to, to play at the higher level, to so you can get the faster speed of play, you can get the better environment, or do you think that you should have had maybe a year or something where it's like play with a team your own age, so you can build up a better highlight video no, and like. I t- actually, I think um, I think it was uh, it was better for me to play with uh, with the oldest, mm-hmm. like you know the the smart pro team because the things that even if you're not playing practice, you, l- you learn a lot a lot in practice mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. a lot a lot like those guys gonna teach you how to move how to ask for the ball yeah like how to run and everything and that coach will help me a lot too tactically and mm-hmm. technically and everything too yeah to play. that makes sense yeah. i mean that it's like i did the same thing where it's like after college mm-hmm. it's like I, I trained with sacramento republic like the yeah. entire nine months at the beginning i was you know when you have the rondos you're stuck in the middle the entire yeah. time that was me <laughs> like i just was struggle but you learn so much yeah, yeah um exactly. but yeah i mean i think it really helped but then at the end at the same time at the end of the year i kind of had the same problem mm-hmm. i would be reaching out to usl teams again mm-hmm. following that and they'd be like where where have you been playing and yeah. i'm like well i don't have any film yeah. yeah but i learned so much i could develop so fast over those nine months um and then so uh the other thing is too emails like i love how you were like literally just contact like you took it upon yourself like oh if i want my career to be better yeah. i need to be sending these emails yeah. off and telling you like how many emails do you think you sent like, if you had to put a number on it oh man it's like <laughs> I'd, probably like 80 90 emails yeah. like and and you say 80 or 90 and if in people oops, and if people if they don't think like if you don't think that's that much you have to realize these are like personalized emails that you yeah. spend lots of time exactly crafting mm-hmm. like it's not like a oh hey how's it going i want to go to your school sent hey how's it going i want to no, go to school. it's exactly. like you know an hour exactly and you have to kind of make a resume and all this stuff it was it was crazy and you have to answer them sometimes some of them don't answer you but you have to answer all of them to see if they, they have money for you yeah for the scholarship because School in the United States is really, really, really expensive. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah, like in Canada, it's not that expensive to go into college. Mm-hmm. But here, when I heard the prices and stuff, and you know, sometimes because my dad would take care of me and my brother, mm-hmm. and you know, I would I wouldn't be able to afford like to pay five thousand for the for the year. Mm-hmm. So I had to find a good good scholarship. You know. Yeah. Or just take out huge yeah. loans, yeah, exactly. like a lot of Americans yeah. do. Um, did your brother play too? Was he like going, to, wanting to go to college and stuff? No, but uh, I mean, he doesn't take soccer like that. He didn't take soccer that seriously when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Like he just started to take it seriously. So it, I think it's the first year of playing semi pro right now. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That he's still at the level out. Yeah, mean, that's at least, a good at least. level. Yeah. Um, 
And then, uh, so, so what happened with after the SAT? You took the third SAT, it was too late, and then what happened? Uh, I, got, I got so lucky. Uh-huh. Um, my dad knew someone, and I didn't know that league because, you know, like, you're in Canada, mm-hmm. all you hear about is NCAA, NCAA, NCAA. Yeah. Like, you don't know nothing else. Like, you want to go there. Mm-hmm. But there was the NGCAA. Mm-hmm. And someone knew, uh, my dad knew uh, someone that knew the coach. So, and he just, uh, I, I, like, just like that, I mean, he made me sign. Really? He didn't see me, nothing. He didn't see me play, say, okay, I trust him. So he made me sign. Ah. Because I was practicing with my dad and he was a teammate of my dad. Yeah. So just, like, yeah he just it's, and that's like, you, when you have the word of somebody that you trust, yeah. he's a good player, then you're kind of like, I yeah, trust exactly. him. So he, I just... I just signed with uh, in the Essex County College in New Jersey, uh-huh. and uh, that's where it just all started for me. Uh huh. Okay. Wow. So it's kind of funny. All the work you put in, yeah. the way it worked out is literally just a random yeah, connection. Exactly. And the thing is that for NGCA, you don't need the ACT. Yeah. So was, <laughs> you were, you were sold, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then so when you, because yeah, when you're sending out emails, was it all to D1 schools? D D1, D2? D1, or? D2, yeah. Uh-huh. D1, D2. But you didn't know the NJC. NJCCA, right? And NGCAA. And okay, yeah. NGCAA, and uh, I didn't know like other leagues like NAIA, NGCAA. Mm-hmm. I didn't know none of those. Yeah. Luckily, like now, like I'm so jealous of kids now with how many like resources they have. Man, right? I know, it's like for real. If you want to be a pro, you have, <laughs> yeah. Or want to go to college, you have so many stuff you can mm-hmm. have. Like companies that can help you. Yeah. And all these stuff. Like, make a video for you. <laughs> Uh, in my time, it was not that easy. Yeah. I know. I remember, too, like, even trying to figure out the difference between scholarship regulations or rules with D1, D2, and NAIA, like, you had to dig and dig and yeah. dig. You had to literally call people, call the NCAA. Like, I yeah. called the NCAA, yeah. and I was trying to figure out how, when I could contact the coaches and what the rules were. Because co- like, there's nothing. There was no, not, like, nothing. anything. And the things that, for me, it was even harder because the school system... Mm-hmm. It's completely different from the rest of Canada. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have like primaire, secondaire, CGEP, and university. Mm-hmm. It was it's completely different. So sometimes I would miss a class to be eligible, so I would just have to take it somewhere. And it was, yeah, it was incredible. So you had such a specialized, little unique education system. Mm-hmm. And then the colleges, like, they probably, when you talk to some coaches, they probably don't even know. Like, yeah, like exactly. we don't know what you yeah. need and we don't even know how. Exactly. So I have to call and, you know, you, know, you have to call. To and see. it's in English, too, huh? Yeah, so you have to, like, my, my stuff were in French, so I have to <laughs> pay someone to translate all of it uh-huh. and send it again. And so it was so it was you, put in a, you put in a, a ton of work yeah. to try to yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to. Money and, money and, and time. Uh-huh. Money and time. And But it was a relief when you got that. Um, what was the school called? Uh, Essex County College. Essex County College. When you yeah. got that to finally like yeah, sign you. Yeah, just go. Yes, it was. It was small. Like it's a small like college, mm-hmm. and a small uh, small college. But how you call it? It's a community college. Community college. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Or it's junior college. Yeah, junior college. Mm-hmm. So like it's just it's a small thing, but for me it was so big. You know, yeah. it was so so big. Yeah. To like for kids to have this opportunity, this opportunity at this time, it was almost non-existent. Uh huh. And then, um, so you entered when you were 20, is that right? Yeah, yeah, 20. And then how did the preseason and the first season go with Essex County? Um, uh, actually, it was, it was pretty weird up there because I started as a winger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the first season, 
it was I did pretty good like almost uh, assist every uh, every game. Wow. It was, was yeah it was it was kind of was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't I didn't get no prize except for like a first team in my region. Mm-hmm. The second year it was the weirdest uh, year because um, uh, I was playing uh, the the center back was not eligible anymore mm-hmm. and the coach just put me center back. From from winger, yeah, so from center, uh, winger to center back, uh-huh. and I, I felt really comfortable. That was weird. I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like maybe I knew I knew what they they, they were thinking because I was a, str- a striker, a winger, yeah. slash winger. So I knew what they they wanted to do, or I, with my speed, I could just catch up with them. Yeah, and uh, this year I finished All American as a center back and. Uh, like player of the year in my region. Wow. Yeah, was 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 weird. As a center back. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. It, it's funny that like I bet it's easier too as being like a winger or like more like even in the midfielder. Like I like that's what happened when I moved to right back because I was an attacking player. I moved yeah. to right back and I'm like, wow, everything's yeah, yeah. in front of you. Like center back, everything's in front of you. You exactly. know, you don't have to worry about no, this stuff. Nothing behind you. Yeah. yeah. Um and, and so you did so second year went really well. Yeah, really well. Really and, well. And then was this a two year University or is it uh, two year uh-huh. uh, community college? It's two years, and I had to transfer. Mm-hmm. And again, I was struggling. I struggled a lot to find a university, even if I finished all American. That's crazy. My my coach did that. Didn't have the, no contacts to transfer me somewhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, the the guy that was helping me, the coach, mm-hmm. like he tried to find some schools and everything, and I tried to email uh, email like a bunch of. Uh, universities again uh-huh. and uh, I've uh, heard uh, I don't know if you heard of the Mid-America Nazarene University in Kansas yeah yeah, yeah it's a, they play in the NAI mm-hmm. and uh, like actually like the the guy I contact the coach just like that he didn't know he didn't even know the coach he called the coach and said yeah, I have a player for you and he just talked like and said okay uh, let me see uh, uh, a video mm-hmm. again community college we don't have videos yeah so okay um and the things that that coach, I don't know how. Still, I don't. I still don't know how. But I think, I think sometimes it's, it, it was just crazy, just just to take, pick me up like that. Yeah. Because it's a big, it's a big, big like scholarship, you know. Yeah. It's a big risk. Like, yeah. It's just okay. He finished all American. Let me just take him. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I had to be eligible for the NAI. And uh, I was missing one class to be eligible. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I did is just. Take a French class, like, okay. a, like you know. I don't know. It's like clip test. I don't know if you heard uh-huh. of that. It's like a test when you just get all the credits. Mm-hmm. If you take if you just take one test and you get like six, six or seven credits because mm. I was missing credits. Okay. So it's of course it's gonna be easy for me. It's yeah. French. <laughs> so I just take the test in like fifteen minutes and get all everything, all my credits, and okay, I'm good to go. Because anyway. <laughs> it's it's a French class for English speakers, right? Yeah, Trying exactly. To so. And you were just like, oh yeah. yeah. Exactly, so it was easy. I just took, yeah, I took in 15 minutes, I took French one and French two. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so um, and then, how was so? This is too, let's go back even on your first year yeah. you, learning English. Yeah. Like, how was it at all? Like, walk me through that year. Oh, uh, was it hard? Were you going in classes yeah. and how much did you understand? Uh, I, I got to like go to google translate so so much mm-hmm. google translate or find stuff to make to translate translate for me sometimes if i had to write something 
I would even have to write it in French first mm. and transfer it in English like with Google Translate yeah. and try to correct the, the, or just ask my friends, can you read this for me just to make sure it's alright because you know, sometimes Google Translate doesn't translate yeah. it correctly. So it was pretty, it was, it was really hard like just to read those stuff. Or Did you come right. in? Were you at like Christian's level, Luca's level, like where? No, I was. I, I was worse. Worse than those. Yeah, worse, worse than Christian. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, you, I was worse. Like my English was pretty bad. <laughs> like, so you literally thing. came in and like, like, did you sit in class or with you with the team and just it was just nothing? Like you just heard yeah. like maybe a word or two yeah, you could pick a out. Work a word or two, but just before that, uh, like just before I knew I was going, so I was trying to like learn, mm-hmm. like or learn a bit and everything and. But I was I was struggling, man. Like, yeah, it was it was the hardest hardest thing to overcome. Like you're in school yeah. in English, and you don't know the language. Mm-hmm. So, it was like when did you feel like okay, I'm starting to feel like I got a ha- handle on this? Like you're understanding class, you're understanding the coaches, you're under- you can like talk with your teammates and have um, fun. The thing is that my coach would he, he was Asian, so he could speak Creole. Oh, okay, so I would understand him. Uh-huh. And, like, and um, but. Um, when I started to be really comfortable mm-hmm. in English is after after a year. After a year, I started to like, okay. because you know, the only thing, the, everyone is speaking English to you, so you have to understand, you have to learn. Mm-hmm. And with all those exercises you have to do, and I was in a special class mm-hmm. for English. So I, I was kind of, it was hard, but good at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because that's like, I always like, I was talking to Luca mm-hmm. about this, how he's like, it's like when Brazilians come to America, the Brazilians have to speak English, mm-hmm. but when the Americans go to Brazil, speak the, all yeah. the Brazilians <laughs> speak English back to them. Like we don't have to learn Portuguese. Yeah. And it's it's like easier if you can speak English, but I always am like it's hard to learn languages. Like yeah. when I was over in yeah. Germany, I, everybody could speak English. So like if I was like struggling trying to talk, I'd be like I can speak English. Yeah, what do you so, need? Yeah. So it was like nice at the beginning, but then at the same time, when I really actually wanted to learn it, mm. it was like I wasn't forced to learn it. Yeah, exactly. That much. So, yeah, like me, I was just forced. To, like, yeah. It put me there again, okay, try to learn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So a year, you were felt like okay, I'm starting to get a hang of this. I can talk. I can yeah. have conversations. Like it's good, good conversation. I can. I don't. I don't have to mumble. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like, just think about my words or like maybe just point. Like say, how do you say that? Or do you say yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Especially school. I could, I could see because, I mean, I've done it just with soccer. But I can't imagine going to a, a completely different, like, to go to school and yeah. study in a different language. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, and then, so, how was, uh, was American Nazarene, what was it called again? Mid-American Nazarene University. Uh-huh. Yeah. How was that? So, the coach took a leap of faith on you? Yeah. It, uh, thank God. Because, and it was one of my... It was it was hard at for uh, like at first because you know I don't you don't know the style of what the style of play and mm-hmm. what he wants at the beginning, but I started to pick it up and it was I, I got I got to be starter and everything it was really good, mm-hmm. but um, my second year and the things that my first year I had like some French guys that were playing in the team okay that will help me too, because you know like after a second year still not English is not perfect yeah and it will help me, but. That's probably nice to have guys that yeah. can speak French. Yeah, it was just really just a team or two when you just want to yeah, have a joke, exactly, you know, yeah, that exactly. only they can understand. They can understand. Exactly, and uh, uh, but the second year went pretty well for me. Uh, I was a uh, right back, mm-hmm. and uh, I got All American over there too. Wow! Again. Yeah, All American, All American at the NAI yeah. level yeah. is like that's it's, really good. It's kind of, it was really good. It's uh-huh. really good, and uh, I got like defensive player of my region, uh-huh. and uh, I was.
was that was about it for for my college career. Uh huh. Um, and then uh, how was the level from the semi pro level that you're playing at? Then going to the junior college and the and the NAIA, how was uh, that? Like, how would you rank them all? I feel like uh, the semi uh, the semi pro was better, than, way better than the NGCA, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, the semi pro was still better than the NAIA. But you know, because the things that in the NAIA, like there's no no uh, not much rules about like pros. Yeah, you know, it could it can play pro before and <laughs> come to the NAIA. Yeah, you know, like so, I would play with guys that play in. Uh, in German, Germany uh, under under 17 mm-hmm. like, or Fluminense in Brazil <laughs> some guys played in Fluminense like when they were young in the uh-huh. academy and they just come and play try to play and like some played pro actually pro pro mm-hmm. so it was it was kind of good it was a good good level wow and people from the things that uh, I don't know if in NCAA we have a limit of players out from outside yeah there is yeah, yeah. NAA we don't NAA we don't like there's a college I was playing against 11 Spanish players on the field uh-huh. yeah it's like, it's great. feels like you're like playing yeah. abroad yeah <laughs> now I've seen that I've seen rosters of I've like NAI schools or like some of them and you literally look at the roster and it's just like just a foreign it's just yeah, foreign exactly. all the way down maybe a couple yeah, Americans exactly but like I, I like that though like how there's like different options like NAIA it's like whatever you need like okay maybe you play pro one year but now you want to get an education while mm-hmm. you continue to play yeah. it's perfect for you it's perfect you know? yes it's perfect yeah um, so so you would rank so the semi-pro that you are playing before was the highest yeah drop down low yeah. to the junior yeah. college but then you, you increased up to the NAIA but yeah. you still think that's a little bit lower than the, the level you were playing in yeah. so that's, that's interesting because it's like you must have the game must have slowed down for you a lot, huh? From the semi-pro level down to the college level. Uh, from the NGCA, yes. Mm-hmm. NGCA was kind of yeah. It was like okay, I thought it was harder, you know, to play in the in the United States. Yeah. Because you know, I was kind of, I was I was good, you know. Like I don't I don't want to brag. <laughs> I don't want to brag. I don't like well, to brag. Obviously, you're yeah, you're good now. Yeah. You're you're the pro, you're pro. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like I say, oh, okay, I, I was I was kind of good, like you know, mm-hmm. I could do pretty much what I, what I want mm-hmm. I wanted and everything so sometimes you just pick up stuff that are bad for you yeah you know like okay let me dribble one two three okay and pass it after yeah, yeah but yeah. as soon as I, I went back to the like a good higher level it was hard at the beginning like with the NAIA it was hard at the beginning and after that I just got to start and you know and pick up everything yeah because you have to get used to okay I can't take you know that when you're getting lazy you know when the ball comes yeah, to you you can take exactly. a bad touch and then settle it back down yeah. or in the higher level exactly. you get closed yeah exactly yeah um, and then so after your two years so you had again you started off like on the bench it sounds like at the NAI and then you got slowly yeah I, like I started like maybe two three games mm-hmm. two three games sometimes I would be on the bench during the during the the season because I was not playing good sometimes mm-hmm. but the majority of the time and especially in the nationals I was uh, like all start and like, you know that's the most important part yeah and and actually in the first year we finished we lost in the final in the nationals really yeah it was a pretty good level over there. wow yeah that's that's awesome yeah. um and then so after the two years there um you had again all American at the NAI yeah. level um what was the next step after that um I played PDL Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a comes. You know, like sometimes, like people just want to. Okay, I finish. I want to go high, like high pro and stuff. But uh-huh. you gotta, you have to take it step by step. That's what my like my coach tell told me. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking the same too. It's like I want to go pro now. Yeah. Like I want to go a high level. 
say, well, no, I have to take it step by step. So after that uh, college, I went to Ocean City, mm-hmm. Nor'easters. It was was really was really good. You know, we played the academy of uh, Red Bull on the twenty three. We mm-hmm. played like played a bunch of Reading. It was and that's from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. the academy of Philadelphia, and it was pretty a pretty good level. You know, because you mix NAI and NCAA players. Yeah, and so you see what the level is really, and. Uh, Right after that, after that Ocean City, um, I was waiting for a couple of uh, weeks mm-hmm. to go to India because my 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 coach found something for me in India. Mm, wow! Yeah, <laughs> it was it was something in, and it was was pretty big for me. You know, go all the way there and yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> so I was waiting, but uh, unlucky again, I was just they refused my visa. Okay. Yeah, because you know it was so complicated to get my visa. Just and uh, how I went there uh-huh. is from a tourist visa to train with them. Okay. Yeah. So I stayed for a couple. Of, I stayed for a couple of months over there, like trying to figure out how can I get my visa. Mm-hmm. But nothing. But I still played with the first team and played some games with them mm-hmm. and everything. It was it was a pretty good what, level. What there. was the what level was it? Uh, was uh, in uh, in India? It yeah, was, in India. Uh, first division. Okay. First division. It was uh, Minerva Punjab. Uh huh. Yeah, but it's really the life is really different. Well, is that there. the is that the Indian Super League? The no, ISA? because the things that like, in India we have they have like two. Yeah, they two have two first, first divisions. divisions. Yeah, so I'm um, I was in the other one. Okay. Yeah. Minerva Punjab. Yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it, the way people live over there is completely completely different yeah. from here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was that's that's awesome. Um, all right, and then how was the so how was the let's go back. How was the PDL level compared to the NAI level and the semi pro level we played in Canada? Um, was that higher? I think it was. I think the but like why not? Because I think the semi pro got better right now. Like if I play go so go play semi pro, the, the level would be higher. Mm-hmm. But from where I was uh, to uh, to the PDL, I was playing the PDL was I think was better. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then so you said you were playing with like NCAA like probably like D1 yeah, players and yeah, stuff D1 players how did you feel like you stacked up with, with, with those guys um, and was the speed of play faster were they, did you see it was like more, almost like with the NCAA D1 players was like a little bit American like athletic no more, I think I think I actually think it was uh, it was the same really I think it was the same mm-hmm. uh, I don't know I, I don't know if it's me or I don't know but just I feel like it's, it's the same I could play with them yeah. easily and play normal you know and, and again, at the beginning, I was on the bench, yeah, and just worked my way through to go to go into starting. Sounds like a common theme. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah, always like yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm always interested about that, like, because yeah. I always I'm curious to see people's experience from like different levels and how they always stack up and yeah. stuff. Because obviously, it varies team by team, and everybody has different experiences. Yeah. But it's just cool to hear. Um, and then, uh, were you playing right back again for the PDL team? Yes, I was playing right back. Uh huh. Right okay. That's where and that's where I met uh, Fred and Akil. Okay. Yeah, I was playing with them. <laughs> that's yeah. that's all. Yeah. Fred and Akil. How how was playing with those guys? Um, it was a good it was good it was a good experience. Mm-hmm. It was a good experience and, uh, and you know like I was so like Akil was telling me his stories. Mm-hmm. He said, "Whoa, man, you went through a lot. Yeah, you went through a lot." Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was kind of crazy for me to playing with a guy that got drafted. In Orlando, yeah, for Orlando, and it was great, great, pretty good, and 
and Fred and me, we had that kind of connection, you know. Mm -hmm. Both being from Haiti. From Haiti, we could speak Creole and everything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were always joking around. And on the field, it was a bit the same, too. Like, we have some stuff. We just pass one, two, one, two. We just pass the ball to each other. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's really cool to see. I always like it when people, like I, I've said this before in like the podcast, but I always imagine like every teammate's like journey is like a straight line. Yeah. And sometimes they'll like intersect, yeah, you know? Exactly, yeah. It's like, uh, like randomly, like uh, for example, even um, like, I can't even, nothing, like Jeff, Jeff mm-hmm. literally like him, he was playing over in Portugal with Janu, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And then like uh, Jeff met Anthony in France together. Mm-hmm. It's just like crazy. It's crazy. About, hell, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really, it's such a small world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, and then so it, let's go to India now. So you literally, so you flew to India on a tourist visa, huh? Yeah. Because you just visa. knew that this team was willing to take you in. Yeah. I, I have the contract and everything. I'm okay. just waiting for the papers to come. Wow. I have the contract. They told me like everything you're going to live there and everything. Like I have everything. Was it, was it a decent contract? Like yeah, that? it was a good contract. It was a pretty good contract. Yeah, you don't have to say numbers. <laughs> you, have to, you have to, like you live really good. You know, you can save money mm-hmm. and everything and they paying for your food wow. and housing. So mm-hmm. the money you get, you, you can save it. Mm-hmm. And then so, I'm always, that's crazy. Because literally when I try to think of like in my head, like what is the most opposite country to America? Like India is one of the countries I feel like is like what you said, like it's just completely different lifestyle. Yeah. How was the culture shock? You land there, it was just, Man. were you like? Like, um, at first I, was, I, I, can't, I land there. Uh-huh. No Wi-Fi in the airport, <laughs> so I have to ask people, "Can I pick your phone and everything like that?" And uh, they lost my luggage too. <laughs> they lost my so I was there for like for a couple of weeks without without clothes or I always have my soccer stuff on yeah, me, yeah. so I can't lose it. Mm-hmm. But my clothes and everything. And at first, I get out of the airport. Mm-hmm. I say, "Where am I?" Like I see cows, cows on the highway, on the highway, just like that. So, mm-hmm. Wow, what's going on? Like, <laughs> but and the people, like, you know, like it's way different. Like the way they drive in, it's like yeah, go left or go right. Like you don't care, you know. It's, it's like just, the movie. It's literally what you yeah, say, like a movie. You honk and you just go. <laughs> it was crazy. And uh, were you super excited? Like, what were you feeling? Were you just excited about the opportunity? Were you yeah, nervous ex- at all? I was excited. No, I was. I was more excited. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like. I have to be confident and be excited about it, but uh, like the way people live there, I don't know. Like maybe it's like because I was in Punjab, mm-hmm. it's maybe a, a smaller part in India. But like me, I couldn't. I couldn't like. It was too too like different. Uh-huh. You know, it was too different the way because the way you use the bathroom. Yeah. The way you. It's just uh, a hole, right? Yeah. No, it's not a hole. It's like it's a it's a bathroom, but the things that uh, you have to take your shower every time, right after you go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, really? Right after you go because it was kind of yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh-huh. But um, or the food, I can't, I couldn't eat the food. Mm, I don't know why. Get sick? It, yeah, I would get sick all the time. Huh. So I have to go. I had to go to KFC. They had to go to KFC to eat something. Is that the only food you could yeah. handle? Yeah. The only wow. food I could handle. So did you like it? Or were you just kind of like... I liked, I liked the experience. Yeah. But to stay a whole season there? Yeah. I don't think I would so make it. So like, it was a blessing in disguise that your visa didn't work out? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so every, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like I really liked the people over there and everything. Like, And 
you know that, that we didn't have I didn't have Wi-Fi where I was, mm -hmm. so, so this guy would always give me his data to, uh -huh. to talk and to, to my to my to my family and friends, and it was like it's a good experience, mm -hmm. but the way like it was over there, yeah. it was hard. It was yeah. hard for me. Moses kind of talked about that when he was in Egypt. Mm -hmm. He had a really bad living situation when he was yeah. on trial over in like Egypt, like cockroaches on the floor and all this oh. stuff and. Kind of like obviously you can go to India and there's amazing places. You can yeah. go to Egypt and there's amazing places. Yeah, exactly. But like just in your your experience there, exactly. wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't ideal. Um, how was the level of play? How was the training and everything? It was really hard. I've never never talked to anybody. Actually, I knew one person, but I didn't talk to him about how the level was or anything. I was. It was pretty hard. Uh -huh. Physically, really hard. Uh -huh. I came out from the plane, took my stuff. First thing I had to do is a beep test. <laughs> yeah, beep test straight. Uh -huh. And uh, this team were they would do beep tests for fitness, so every week, you had wow. to go, or sometimes twice a week you had to do the beep test. So, man, like I was fit, you know. Yeah. At the end, I was really fit, but it was kind of really exhausting on your body. Like mm -hmm. it was really hard on your body, and the uh, level of play. Like it's really like technical short passes, mm -hmm. short passes. They they don't like to kick the ball. It's mm -hmm. Like short, 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 and you and you just try to dribble, short, short, short. You try to dribble. But, and uh, like people, oh, I think people they are really technical because the fields are not that great. Yeah. Like the, the, the my training field was not that great, so you know, like people were technical and everything. And uh, and you felt like you fit like right in with the team though, like playing wise and in the locker room. Uh, playing wise, yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, I was uh, I was really I was really decent. Like I, because they were, they kind of had my style of play. Mm -hmm. Like I had their style of play too, and. Uh, but in the locker room, yeah, that's where it kind of got hard because um, and that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, you're you're from outside, you know? Yeah. People don't want you to come in sometimes. And there's some players that uh, would, tra like, there's a guy that, would, that was from Canada, actually, but it's from India, but it's from Canada, that mm -hmm. would translate something that another player would tell me, tell about me, say, oh, don't give him the ball. He's an outsider, you know, he's going to take our spot. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to make you, like, add sometimes to yell or just take the ball away from another guy just to, to get the ball uh -huh. on the field, you know. Yeah, so I've, I've heard about that in some teams or some countries that have that, like, yeah. very, I mean, obviously, because you're coming, you, you, you kind of are, you're coming in and taking a spot. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that, like, your goals as a team as a person on a team is to make the team better mm -hmm. you know so like yeah. if someone came in my team and like they were like even if they're going to take a spot of somebody else's on the team mm -hmm. but they were 10 times better it's kind of like well yeah, yeah get, that's the business you exactly, know exactly exactly yeah you know? and i think it's kind of wrong for people to like oh don't pass on the ball exactly yeah it is yeah. Wrong. like it's i was some so frustrated sometimes yeah. but you know, you gotta deal with it. Uh -huh. You gotta deal with it. It's not. It's not every players because there are a lot of players that were really cool with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But this guy, particularly, like he didn't want to give me the ball at all. When I was in uh, Germany, almost all of my trials were really like a good experience. Mm -hmm. Really good people welcomed me in the locker room. People were super nice. People passed me the ball. I was playing. There was one team. Rolt Weiss Frankfurt, I mm -hmm. think, or something. I don't. It might be wrong. <laughs> I might be offending some people. <laughs> but uh, there's. This team, like literally, like full on, they made me look like they intentionally would go out of their way to make me look bad. Yeah, yeah. Like there was this, you know, those drills. Where it's like where two two people are on the post mm -hmm. and you go out and it's like a three v two. So I was in line. I'm like third in line, yeah. 
and when they were like they were talking speaking in German I couldn't understand anything and then immediately right when the like the guy the first guys are about to run on the post these two guys go and get a drink of water and so I'm like I like look and I start to go and then like then I was like kind of pushed and the guy behind me pushes me I get yelled at screamed out like you need to be out there I'm like I was third in line, you know? Yeah. Like, they intentionally had planned it. The, yeah. And I'm like, and, like, wouldn't pass me the ball, like, literally wide open, and they'd rather lose it. It's just frustrating because, yeah. you know, like, you, you travel all the way there for that, and you can't even touch the ball, you know? Mm-hmm. How long were you there in India? Uh, for a couple of months, actually, um, from October to December. Okay. October to December, I was wow. there and practicing and... Like trying to play, mm-hmm. everything. Try to get my visa done. And uh, and you got? How did you get the opportunity? Like my 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 coach slash agent. Okay, the same guy. The yeah, same the guy same guy. Is just you know he helped me you know, mm-hmm. to to find that, that club. And then why didn't why didn't your visa work out? Do you know? That's a good. That's a good question. <laughs> I still don't know. Like I was I kept asking and everything, and you know usually like you're from Canada, you know like yeah. it's easier. Yeah, but. I still don't know from that day. Huh. That's interesting. Because obviously, I mean, if it's, you think like one of the f- first division in India, you'd think obviously there's foreign players. Yeah. It's weird that it, it wouldn't work out. But um, like we said, kind of you don't know if you could have handled the yeah. full season there. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I was sick too. I was too sick. Yeah. Sometimes I would just be so sick. It's incredible. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like you said, good experience though. Yeah, to experience that. Experience. Um, and then so after India... Did you fly back to Canada? What was after India? So now it's like it's it's like yeah. the start of the new year, right? Yeah. What year right. is this now? Like going um, in? Is it 2018? 18? Yeah. Okay. It's 2018, and um, uh, I came back to Canada, and uh, I found right away I found uh, something in the uh, Faroe Islands mm-hmm. uh, in Europe. I went over there uh, with the uh, train with zero seven investor. Uh huh. Try trying out, uh, things didn't work out, and uh, another team took me. It was a second division, mm-hmm. and uh, it was P seventy one, and they signed me. And like from that from that day, I just started playing. And uh, how did it feel signing your first because a pro contract? Right? Yeah, it was yeah it was I was relieved, uh-huh. and it was it was kind of, it was still a good you know a good contract. Was decent and I could even work as a coach for the mm-hmm. kids, so it was really cool. And uh, I just, I just felt so relieved that I could sign a contract. That's, I need to sign a contract. It's so funny that you say that too. Yeah. Like you say relieved, yeah. because like obviously, I mean, I think you're like my fourteenth guest now on the podcast, yeah. and obviously, I talk all the time about what it feels like to go through contracts. Mm-hmm. And relief is the number one thing people <laughs> say. You would think as a kid, it's more you'd be happy excited yeah. like it's a party mm-hmm. but every pro i've ever talked to 90 at least 90 percent of them say it was a weight off my shoulders it's like yeah, i finally yeah. could breathe I, like i finally all this work had paid off yeah, no, because it's sure. not like a party because it's like you work at it for so long you're in india you're doing all this stuff when you yeah. finally do it it's not like yeah it's like <sighs> finally yeah, exactly yeah and the thing about it is that you know you travel, but you pay your own flights. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to travel. Like the team doesn't know you, so you have to pay your own flights. Yeah. And I'm a student, just came in, coming out from, like, coming out like I just graduated, so I'm not rich. Yeah, yeah. So I have to find a way to pay those tickets and those yeah. flights, and it's pretty expensive, you know. Yeah. So. Because yeah, you're not like you're not we're, you know we're not EPL players. They're no. like getting <laughs> private jets flown around. <laughs> no, exactly. 
That's so funny that you said relieved. You said it twice too. I was like, look, I always look for that. Um, and then so, and then so, I mean, the Faroe Islands is a very, very small community yeah. of islands. It's yeah. tiny. It's tiny. It's tiny. Yeah. How is it being in that tiny little island setup? You know, I was, I was, I was kind of surprised. Now they don't, they don't speak my like English. Like, they don't speak English. They have their own language, mm-hmm. but you know, some of them can speak English pretty well. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool. Like people were really, really friendly over there. Yeah, like, it's like. It's not. I'm gonna say not gonna say totally the opposite of India, mm-hmm. but none of those players were like bad to me. You know, yeah. they were all telling me like, "Oh, good job," or "You're really good," and mm-hmm. stuff like keep going, passing me the ball. That was really cool. That was really really cool. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like an island community. You know, like any yeah. any island community is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like New Zealand was really like that, and and like everywhere I've been where it's like that is like super mm-hmm. like accepting smaller communities and stuff. Yeah. Cold though. Huh? Oh. Was, there's no summer over there because <laughs> you, you no went there in like what February is yeah that February and uh, it was incredible um, I went uh, with the first team I tried I was trying out I went to Denmark uh-huh. um, I think I still have a picture like they had to take the like how we call, call it in English like you know the car that took off the snow oh snow plow the snow yeah, yeah. And take off the snow from the field <laughs> because it was so much snow we couldn't even like play so you have to take the snow off yeah it was so cold when i was in iceland they had the fields that would have like the water heating yeah. below it that yeah. was nice like yeah. you could feel it like yeah, warmer. yeah but me no like, denmark <laughs> was just you just play man you gotta deal with it uh-huh why, why were you in denmark was that like a preseason thing yeah, preseason okay. like they had the preseason and everything so and how was uh um it's, it, how was it being on one of the? Because like on the on your team there mm-hmm. in the second division, it's it's probably like not all the guys are fully professional, right? Like everybody's got uh, yeah, other jobs and not, stuff. Yeah, some some of them are, are at jobs. So uh-huh. It's not fully it's not fully professional. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, you were fully professional contract yeah. obviously over there. Yeah. How was that though? Being on a team where it was like that, like because I've had that before mm-hmm. with many teams. How was that like having some teammates that were still in school, having other jobs? Like, did you like that? Did you feel more lonely or? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I would I would feel lonely, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously uh, you don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like sometimes I would just bother people to make them translate for me yeah. and stuff, and or maybe just try like to make friends, kind of stuff. You know, it's, you feel lonely over there because you're far from your family yeah. and everything. And uh, when uh, when you just deal with like all the only thing you have is soccer over there, mm-hmm. obviously, and and the things that that would make help me a lot is coaching. Mm-hmm. I pass the time, and okay, I'm going, I'm going to coach, mm-hmm. and uh, they gave me a car so I would drive a bit everywhere. Oh yeah, not, not to get bored, you know. And, and it was a manual car. That's where I dri- I learned how to drive manual. Oh yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool right now. <laughs> I love that. And uh, I bet the kids loved having like a, a foreigner come over. Yeah, and, like, yeah. They're, they're, uh, I hope I hope they love me. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. yeah and uh, but to deal with uh, those guys that were not fully pro mm-hmm. uh, it was I think some some of them would not take it as serious as yeah. you think they would you know like for me like I would, this is my life you know yeah. it's my job like real job but some of them like yeah but I have to think about my school you know my school work mm-hmm. so I might not come yeah yeah exactly and you're like what do you mean you're not yeah, gonna come yeah exactly yeah, no, it's literally the same exact thing. When I was in Germany and New Zealand, I was in the same exact kind of 
the boat where you have like a couple guys that are pro, a couple guys that take it seriously but aren't pro that want to get to that level, and then you have a lot of guys that are. That's not my. It's just I'm doing this for fun, and yeah. you're like. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're, exactly. What do you mean? There's nine guys at training today. Like I'd be so mad. And I, but I had to realize like this is my life, but this is not like. There's not their life. Yeah. yeah. Um, how how big was the like the how far could you drive? Like how long was it to get? Like I'm trying to get like the, the size of the island. How could you drive to the other side of the island? Or? Yeah, I could drive. How, how yeah. far? <laughs> I mean, from my island because there's like a lot of islands. So, yeah. And my island is like. 30 minutes you just go wow you just go and uh, to go downtown you have to take a, a ferry uh-huh so it's on a different island to yeah. this downtown yeah so downtown is a different island so you have mm. to put your car in a ferry and go yeah well, how uh, how big was downtown like how many was it just well, a you few could blocks? walk it you could you could walk it actually. <laughs> you could walk through downtown uh-huh. yeah it was it was pretty it did was you pretty like cool. that small it was like a it almost seems like it's like a fantasy world like did you like having that small did it get old after a while uh, that's the thing. As, as, soon as, as soon as you come there, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Man. Yeah, it's I've seen pictures. So it looks amazing. It's incredible, like uh, the views and everything. Yeah. But when you're alone, yeah, and you see this thing, this thing every day, <laughs> yeah, man, you get bored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just get bored. You say, oh, okay, okay, yeah, never mind. That's exactly what I expect because it's like anywhere you go, like same thing mm-hmm. with India. You get there and you're so excited, you yeah. know. But like, after a while the beautiful views or the exotic food or like being somewhere different like at that point you're like I just I don't like this anymore like obviously it's beautiful you're still in the Faroe Islands you're looking at this beautiful scenery but like I mean what what did you do for besides coaching what did you do for fun to pass the time not Not, much not not, not a lot like uh, I would just maybe go sometimes I would go out with like some of my teammates Mm -hmm. and everything but is there how many bars are there in the in the town? In my island was one. One bar. One bar. <laughs> Everyone goes one bar. How many people? How many people were in the, the? Is it a city? A town? What do you call it? A town. A town. Village. Yeah, town. village. A village. Town. How many people were in the village? Uh, couple hundreds. Dang. Yeah, a couple. So hundreds. everybody knew everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone knows everybody. Like, like everyone knew my name before I met them. <laughs> yes, like the lawyer top. Yeah, yeah, there's a guy there. His name is this friendly. And so like, you would yeah. you would walk in like oh you must be friendly. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Like, oh hey, there's a new player. Uh, so, yeah, that's, yeah, cool. I can see pros and cons to both to that. Yeah. Um. So you were there for the full season. Full season. And how'd that season go playing there? Actually, again, um, I was there for the full season, but mm-hmm. I had problem with my papers. Visa, really? Again, so I had to wait, uh, like because this the <coughs> the club didn't want to. Like signed me pro at the beginning. Yeah, they wanted me to work and uh, you know and uh, and play. But at at the end, like they just signed me pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to wait until the window opens. So I was just training with them, training with them, and I had to wait until the window opens to uh-huh. start playing. Oh, uh, what's going on with your visa papers? I don't know, man. I like after, because the things that they they decided to sign me pro too late. Mm. So. So you missed the first window. Yeah, I've missed the first window, so mm-hmm. I had to wait again. So when you when you when it worked out, you're finally playing with the team now. Yeah, uh, it went well. Play. Yeah, it went well. Like everything went well. Uh, playing right back again, or uh, I was playing a, as a defensive mid uh-huh. and a right back. Okay. Sometimes I defensive, sometimes I was, they wanted to put me as a winger too. Sometimes I was playing a winger. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like wherever they needed you. Yeah, exactly. How was the level of that compared to India? I think the Indian level is better. Mm-hmm. I think the Indian in India it was better the level. 
but um, it's way more physical over there. And in Faroe Island? Yes, way more. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is really, really physical. I think I, got, I dislocated my shoulder two times over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. Um, and then so after that season, now it's like what, October, November? Yeah, October, like the end of October, November. Uh-huh. And uh, that's the stressful part. You know, that's the stressful, like you don't know what you're going to do after. Every year, yeah. It's, it's like, so stressful. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you talk, keep talking to your agent, what's going on, what's mm-hmm. happening and everything, and sometimes you feel like you're annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and uh, I'm just waiting, waiting, and uh, uh, my coach slash agent kind of have some offers for me, mm-hmm. and I uh, decided to, to come here. Mm-hmm. For uh, were, were the other offers in the USL or the uh, in the Canadian league in the in okay. USL and still in the Faroe Islands too? Oh, okay, yeah. with first division teams in there, or again uh, with second division. There's first division and the second division too. Okay, and so why did you cho- why did you end up choosing the Roughnecks over like a CPL team or the team over in the first division of the um, Faroe Islands? Because Faroe Islands, I feel like you know one season was enough. Yeah, I was yeah. just too far from my family mm-hmm. and friends feel a little isolated out yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was like, kinda, I was feel bored, would feel bored sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, you know, this, your cell is like, you have this in your resume, mm-hmm. it's a good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The CPL just started, mm-hmm. and like, and you wanted to, you want to see what's going to happen over there first, first year, and to see if it's going to be good, and you, you're like, maybe, okay, next year I will go. Yeah. But USL, like, USL is always a big opportunity for me to yeah. just play here and have this in my resume. Yeah, the USL Championships is yeah. established league. Yeah. It looks really, it's, I mean, it's a, prof- it's a really professional league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and how are you liking, the, uh, the offseason is so stressful, huh? Yeah. I've been through that like yes. five or six oh, times now. Yeah. Every, and it doesn't get better, honestly, it does not get better in a year, bro. <laughs> I swear, the only time it was good for me was 2016-2017 from uh, Orange County Blues to St. Yeah. Louis because as soon as the season ended with you Orange just, County Blues yeah, I was contacted by St. Louis yeah. and so like literally it was like I had a date I was like oh I was on top of the world <laughs> but other than that one year it's been stress stress Ugh. stress um, <laughs> it wears you down though no, it wears you down for sure um, and then so how how was uh, and then didn't you have visa problems here too? And I was waiting for my visa actually here so yeah like, I was waiting that's why I, I missed the, all the preseason yeah I missed all the preseason and I came here late. Because you got here in like March? Was it end of February or March? End of February, I think. Uh-huh. End of February, yeah. Like and we started at the beginning of January, or end of January. It was like January 24th yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah. So, so is it just visa? Again, do you know? Or is it? Um, no, I was just waiting for my. Because I think, I, you know, I think there was a sh- the government shutdown. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of, I think, got, got messed up with my papers. So it's got unlucky? Yeah. Uh huh. And then so now how uh, how's been training and playing and everything for the Roughnecks? How's like how's the this league now compared to other leagues you've been and, and yeah, experienced? It's, it's 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 way better. It's uh-huh. way better. Like the quality of play, you know. Uh, again, I had to get adjusted at the beginning. I was enough. I think I feel like I feel like this from from the beginning to now. Right now, uh-huh. there's a big difference with me. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, I improve I improve a bit day by day. And uh, you know, and because I missed the preseason, you know, I'm kind of late from you guys. Yeah, you guys all fit running, and me, I'm just catching my bread and everything. So it was kind of. I remember before you even came, I remember talking to somebody because I we kind of knew that like, oh, Francis is not here because he didn't have his visa. Same yeah. with like Christian came late as well, and it was like I, I remember talking to someone like, man, that would suck. 
where you miss all of like the introductory little part where it like yeah. starts slow and ramps up ramps up and you're coming at like the peak after a month of like yeah. hard fitness and training it's yeah. rough yeah it is um but yeah, uh, how about the physicality between here and like, because the Faroe Islands are pretty mm-hmm. physical. Because I mean, we have a pretty physical team. Yeah. Um, I mean, because the things like, it's kind of, the mentality is kind of different. Mm-hmm. Like during games, it's really, really like, really physical, but not in, not really in practice. Yeah. Trainings here are pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Practice here, you just go 100 and <laughs> games you go 100. Yeah. You know? It is, uh, this is definitely the most physical team I've been on in training. Because, yeah. I mean, other places it's been... I mean, it's still physical, mm-hmm. even compared to other leagues I've been in around yeah. the world. But this is... The USL, like, is definitely physical, even in trainings. But this is definitely the most physical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty physical. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, and then so now, uh, people always ask, they say, they always want me to ask, like, about goals. But then, like, and they're like, where do you want to play next year? But the, we've talked about it. You mm-hmm. literally, what you said, you just don't know. No, I just don't know. We and just I, don't know. And so I always, whenever I ask that question, people are always like, I don't know. Yeah. I want to, we all have goals to play at the highest level possible. Exactly. But it's always like you have to focus on the short term right now. Right now and just try to, like, build up from from yesterday, you know. Mm-hmm. Try, try to keep improving and see what's gonna happen after yeah yeah and then now i'm gonna ask just three questions mm-hmm. and then uh then i'll be it for the podcast um first question though is when was the absolute highest the best moment about your entire career and uh, national team national for team sure playing for the national team mm-hmm. but being on the bench for the national team was the best thing ever uh-huh. for me. was it who was it against canada no it was a it was a the preparation for the gold cup okay and they played against a, a montreal impact mm-hmm. so it was it was just even if it was like a, not an international game, I just felt like it was, you know, when you have those kind of moments, you feel like, man, I'm reaching my goals, you know, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. getting closer. Yeah. yeah. I always get goosebumps when everybody talks about that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's so sick. Because it's like, even like, it's like little moments too that you won't, um, that you don't realize that like will hit you weird, you mm-hmm. know, like even when you're playing, like that, my biggest moment was um, my very first game. It was just an exhibition game against mm-hmm. Atlas when I was with mm-hmm. Sacramento Republic. But I remember in the Republic had this wall almost behind like the, the goal, you know, called, like Bruce and Dortmund, but like yeah. way smaller. Yeah. And they had like the drums going. I remember there's one corner kick. I was like, wow, like I, I did it. Like I have like the, the yeah. drums going. I don't know. It's the drums I remember distinctly as like being yeah. the thing I wanted to get. But it's like cool. It's like be on the bench there and be like, wow, it's like it's it's happening what you like envision. Yeah. Um, now on the opposite, the exact flip side, when was the absolute lowest part of your career? Man, I have a lot of them. Yeah. I have a lot of them. Uh, I think when I was the closest to quit was uh, when my st- my stuff didn't work out when, with India. Mm-hmm. I was the closest to quit because, you know, uh, you just think about... Because when you finish college, you think about your future now. You know, mm-hmm. you have to start your life. Uh, are you going to still play soccer? run after a ball all the time mm-hmm. or you're gonna have to find a job because you need money you know mm-hmm. and that's the thing that was the closest time i was just ready to quit uh-huh yeah. and it didn't work out and yeah. like you like i don't want to say the experience i mean it sounds like a very good experience but there's also a lot of cons to the experience you know mm-hmm. yeah and then like and if it was, i don't know whenever that stuff happens you have so much anticipation and so much excitement to go somewhere and it fails mm-hmm. it really really hits you because yeah. Iceland it didn't work out for me in Iceland yeah. I was the same way I was like I want to quit this yeah. is why am I doing this exactly you know and 
that's that's the the biggest part is that like you know have that, that you have that pressure you graduated mm-hmm. or you finished school what I'm gonna do next yeah like I need to I need to help my family you know or I need to get some money yeah and uh, I do I, am I gonna still run after a ball for for a couple of years and like that's yeah. gonna that's the hardest part I think mm-hmm. um, I, I would get the question of like when I came back or after I was training with Sacramento I still hadn't signed a contract I'm like 22 at this point I remember like one parent when I was back home in Portland working out in the gym like, so you still uh, trying to do this whole professional thing are you still making those <laughs> yeah. videos on YouTube and at that point I had like 800 subscribers on YouTube or something and I was just like yeah yeah still still trying <laughs> yeah it's kind of hard some like I'm lucky the things that I'm really lucky that I had my dad because mm. he, he didn't let me quit even after uh, India, yeah, he didn't let me quit. Like, he just kept going at me and just tell me go train or yeah, something like that. Go train, you're gonna pay rent. <laughs> so, I prefer to train. My dad did the same thing, the same thing. Literally, after Germany, after I, like whenever I'd say that, same thing. It's yeah. like okay, well if you quit, it's a good, get a yeah, job. Exactly. And I was like, screw that. <laughs> I don't want to get a job. Yeah. That's so funny. Ex- same exact thing. Yeah, so um, that's awesome. That's really good. Your dad sounds like he's really like a good um, supportive force yeah, in your life. Yeah, he was. He is, he is still. Mm-hmm. Still. And um, what about? Uh, oh, my last question now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any piece of advice? I mean, a lot of people that want to play pro are watching this video. Do you have any piece of advice for um, for them? As well as the same thing, if you could give a piece of advice to your younger self. Uh, you know. I think it would be uh, be around the people that support you, mm-hmm. like because I have a, I have a lot of people that yeah you're gonna do this still or mm-hmm. you're gonna play soccer again like you have to start a job you have to start your life like be around people that really like appreciate you and push you mm-hmm. don't quit and uh, to like don't quit and add another one was the other one. Um, don't uh, what was the other one? I that that the idea like uh-huh. okay. What did I say like be around people to support uh-huh. you. Don't quit. Don't quit. And uh, what was the other one? Okay, but so uh, I lost my idea. You lost your train of thought. Yeah. yeah. What about what about at you going back to your sev- at age seventeen? What, what would you oh. tell him? Hey, same just, thing. Yeah, same. To keep going. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Because uh, you never know what's going to happen. It can be... Like, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. If you don't get this door closed. If, if this door is closed, there's another one open. Yeah. So, yeah. just keep going. There's a lot of teams out there in the world. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I never, I would never think I would end up in Faroe Islands. Yeah. <laughs> or India. Yeah. Or never in my whole life. Or Tulsa. Yeah, or Tulsa. Yeah. Actually, you never know. I know. It's, it's cool. All right. Well, anything else you want to say? Anything else? Uh... No, that's pretty it. Uh, L, yeah. When the because I was a fan of you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when when you signed in Tulsa, I say, "Whoa, I'm gonna play with this guy." It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was watching all the videos and everything. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. When did when did you when did you start? Um, I was started. Um, I think um, right before India. Okay. Right before India, like I was, you know, only watch you watch stuff and YouTube and mm-hmm. see what's like and soccer stuff and say oh man like let me watch his videos and see all the all the things you go through yeah 
and I see so oh wow okay That's let me cool. just see that and you know it's an example of what what's gonna be the pro life yeah so yeah. so try to make it like realistic you yeah. know <laughs> the ups and the downs that's cool though that's yeah. right you know who else had told me that over the mm-hmm. podcast like we're uh, watching my videos mm-hmm. rodrigo yeah. as well rodrigo <laughs> yeah and then dj watched my videos like, a lot yeah. he he was so funny the first time and I, when i came here like when i trained with tulsa last year mm-hmm. at the end of the year he literally comes up and he's like hey what's up i'm like hey i'm matt he's like oh, i know who you are and i was like wow this guy doesn't like me and then I realized, like, two days later that he watched my videos, but, like, the first moment, I'm like, this guy hates me. He's like, yeah, I know who you are. Like, yeah. he said it like that. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, All right. Oh, um, and then Anthony, too. Anthony yeah. watched him. Oh, wow. That's, that's yeah. awesome. And Akil. Akil, yeah, Akil yeah. watched it, too. That's awesome. It's so crazy to me. It's crazy to me that it's, it's that cool. We all know you, man. <laughs> but I appreciate it. And, and it's cool that now you're on a... Yeah, that's those. crazy. Like, right now, yeah. you're just going to be there. So it's um, cool. But yeah, this is Francely. Francely, Zephyrin, right? Yeah, Zephyrin. Yeah, Zephyrin. I never actually said it out loud. I always yeah. just say Francely. <laughs> Zephyrin. So Francely Zephyrin. Guys, go check him out. Stuff is in the description. Um, but yeah, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate right. that. See you guys on the next one. Mm-hmm.